the final girl Allison and this is the house that screams <laughs> tonight I am very excited to talk about our topic tonight which is a controversial one we are doing Night of the Living Dead 1990 the Savini remake so there's gonna be a lot of hot takes a lot of disagreements that's okay we'll say its name five times <laughs> I am a I'm gonna start off with a, a little personal note um, I was already a Romero fan when this film came out. Um, I believe I saw it when I was 11. And I was very, very just impressed. But I was curious, you know, because I'm such a fan of the original. And that was really my first official horror film was the original Night of Living Dead. So I was like, I wonder what they're going to do different. And, you know, I was very impressed. I mean, Tony Todd... He's not Dwayne Jones, okay? But Tony Todd was, like, really the only pick. You know, there were a lot of uh, other people, Lawrence Fishburne, Eric LaSalle, a lot of people that wanted... Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Tony Todd was just, like, the only person who could even try to be Ben. Yeah, and, and I, I, I love Tony Todd, but I would have loved to have seen Lawrence Fishburne play oh, yeah. But that was back when he was still Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. I, <laughs> Bing, Bing, I, I think Ving Rhames also uh, auditioned for the yes, role, Bing too. Yes, Ving Rhames did. Rames too. I, That's I a good choice. Wouldn't this have been uh, around the choice. time he was doing People Under the Stairs, so that would have been a yes. schedule conflict, probably? No, no. Uh, the People Under the Stairs was 1991, so he would have been free. Yeah, he would have been oh, free. Oh, okay. okay. So, um, I, I know, so I watched this it. movie, and I, um, I'm kind of a doppelganger. I mean, right now I have the black hair going on. I'm going to elvira vibes lately but um i'm a blonde and um i i can actually do a very good barbara like doppelganger (laughs) and so from the first movie and then you know we have patricia tallman and you know she had really she was rocking that really short hair but it works because she's got like a gorgeous face that can pull that off it was nice and chiseled and you know and i was kind of like are we gonna have another catatonic random outburst Barbara but she ends up becoming the complete badass she becomes the voice of reason she becomes everything that she should have been yeah Yeah. and you know and I I was really (laughs) impressed by that I was really excited about it and you know just the different takes on on such a classic film um I I was impressed I never ever had a bad impression from this film I've always enjoyed it 
So I'm going to start on that. Did you see that uh, Roger Ebert said that this movie was like a remake of the original, like to the T, and he doesn't know, he didn't know why they made it? He didn't know why, I'm sorry? He didn't know why they, why they made this film because it's almost exactly like the original. Did that, he watch that, the film? Because that's not right. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he, he means in terms of them stealing exact angles and everything, and that was just common back in the day, especially with, you know, the Psycho remake where everyone would wonder why you're going to remake it, it exactly. To me, it wasn't even like that. It wasn't shot for shot because there were different things that happened. Well, okay. Yeah. okay. There he's, was, just, he's just talking in terms of, like, the inside shots and some of the establishing stuff seems a little, especially the cemetery, seems to be exactly... Right. Um, also, um, they they didn't make a lot of money uh, or really any money at all for the original. So this was more or less their, their, uh, an attempt to make some money off the Night of the Living Dead title. Also, uh, I think Romero just had issues he had with the original one. So he kept what he liked and then changed what he didn't like about the original. Exactly. Uh, like the character of Barbara. Barbara. It was, he had always wanted her to kind of be the final survivor. And, yeah. you know, um, he wrote um, the first one with John Russo. And, you know, um, so when George wrote this screenplay, which he did write the screenplay for this remake, um, yeah. he made Barbara the character that he wanted her to be. Well, you know, I, I think a lot of people that well, should have your own twist for a remake, they should pay tribute, but add some new elements. And they did yeah. that. I feel like they did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, some some for better, some for worse, but uh, we'll get into that. We'll get yeah. into that. Oh, indeed. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anybody else? Uh, initial takes on this film, first viewing, what they thought. I'm mixed, pretty much gonna go into trivia mode. <laughs> uh, did anyone notice how uh, Frank Prizzy, who worked as in the camera department on uh, Day of the Dead, is the cinematographer of this? So. No, I did not. Thank you for pointing that. Uh, and uh, producer Striner plays the sheriff. Um, yeah, the, oh, yeah, they're dead. They're all yeah, they're messed dead. Up. They're all messed up. Which is yeah. one of the best lines from the original. Ever. That guy had the fucking best lines. Yeah. Uh, and it was all ad-libbed in the original. Okay. When, I saw, I, when I saw this, it was, uh, what, this came out in what, like October of 90, right? Yeah. So I was, uh, I think this is maybe why this movie is a little lost on me is I was going through some big, I just gotten out of the Air Force and I just gotten my first like real job. So I was getting ready to move when this came out. And I, I remember seeing it like by myself in like a strip mall theater. But it was, I think that's maybe why this one is a little bit less impactful to me because I was going through so much other stuff. So I've gone back and watched it a couple of times. Life gets knowing, that we were, knowing that we were going to do this podcast and, and sort of revisit it. Yeah, but this, it sort of it sort of um, fell to the wayside with me just because of that. There was so much going on with me right then. Gotcha. Uh, this played pretty religiously on Sci-Fi Channel. I think the last airing was 06, maybe 04. And I would, I kid you sure. not, I, w- I would see them play these on the same weekends as uh, the very similar in look uh, Army of Darkness, even uh, Mosquito, which is basically Night of the Living Dead, but with you know, oh, sex, yeah. sex. Yeah. and uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, they all, they played it one the same day. I kid you not, on a Saturday as uh, Return of the Dead, Le- Living Dead Free. So it was interesting having that as a double feature. <laughs> Sean's yeah. into that film a lot. Oh yeah, 
Return of the Living Dead 3 is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. He has yeah, a crush on... Never mind. Melinda Clark, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, she's, she's, she's amazing. In Been the, a yeah. fan ever since. Oh, yeah. I am not a fan <laughs> of Return of the Living Dead 3. <laughs> I, I, I like the first two. Oh, of course. The first two are classics, but Return of the Living Dead 3 mm. fucking rules. Especially the uncut version. Well, I, I think they butchered the that shit. Yeah, Dude, they that shit. hysterical, but it does have some stupid shit in there. <laughs> I think. Well, 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 oh, yeah. Return of the Living Dead, if it wasn't stupid. Yeah, somewhere. I think that's what that's what makes it fun. That's why I like the original Return of the Living Dead is because it's fun. It, well, yeah, they're all it's a lot of fun. seriously. Oh, yeah, that is it. I just feel like part two, you can tell between the directors changing up that there's a lot of. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit more spoofy, but uh, it, it still rules. Yeah. Uh, Oh well, yeah. Fucking Michael Jackson comes out at the end and yeah. he's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Oh god. But going My back thoughts. to Night of the Living Dead, um, I know that we all don't agree on Savini, and we we <laughs> all know how I feel about Tom Savini, and Sean concurs. I I I know. Um, oh, yeah. with this, with this Savini. And, 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 you know, when you watch um, the documentary they have on Shudder, The Smoke and Mirrors, which he a lot of... He won't return horror... your feelings, damn it. <laughs> what? He won't return your feelings, damn it. Move on. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's forever. I carved it in a tree. Anyway. Um, he does a good job directing here. <laughs> I, you know, and the thing is, is um, he really, when you, when you watch that documentary, Smoke and Mirrors, um... And a lot of horror fans were waiting for it to be released. It, it was made in like 2015, I believe. And it wasn't released until Shudder got its hands on it. But it's actually really good. And he talks about his experience making this film. And he said, literally, and I quote, it was the worst nightmare of my life. Yeah. He hated making yeah, but, uh, this movie. Well, he hated I, it. I think a lot of it had to do with, weren't the producers like really hard on him as far as yeah. like, they were cutting all of his uh, his shots out. Yeah. And George, yeah, what do you, ex- what do you expect? This Menachem Golan. Yeah. <laughs> and see, George. Wait, he um, worked on this. Yeah, yeah. this was uh, after he left Canon. Uh, he started his own production company, a uh, 21st Century uh, oh, Productions, okay. and they were the producers on this. And, and you know I how just, much that motherfucker was a cutthroat. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and you know it just it ruined his vision of the film and he actually just released a book about it's it's a uh, new living dead 90 the version you've never seen and it's a book so it has all his original storyboards and stuff like that and he says that you can kind of put that together with the film and see what he was trying to do but he did also say um he was a guest on this most recent season, um, season two of The Last Drive-In, when they did Maniac, which he did effects for. And Darcy and Joe Bob were talking about Night Living Dead 90. And they're like, do you still, like, really hate it? And he's like, actually, I'm starting, I, I've appreciated it now. I, I'm embracing it now. only took me 20 years. It took him a long time. And, and, and so, you know, um, Darcy and Joe Bob were like, yeah, we need to, like, do a revival on this film. And that, this is sort of my effort towards that cause. Um, this this episode right here. Um, I'm glad that he's embracing it. And uh, yeah, you could kind of hear his like his disdain for it and his commentary on the DVD. Where yeah, he's just it, like he's 
he's really fucking quiet throughout the entire thing. Right? <laughs> he was fucking pissed. Yeah, like, I did this right here, that, and then he'll just stay quiet for like five minutes. And, oh yeah, and I did this right here, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you think about it, you would be too if you had this like entire like artistic vision and people just shit on it and slaughtered it. You're contractually out. My whole life, dude. Yeah. During this time that he was making this film, he was going through a divorce, a custody battle. And yeah. George was there like the first two days of shooting and the last two days of shooting because he was doing the dark half. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Sabini said if George had been there the whole time, it would have been a different experience. It would have been more fun despite everything because he and George were, were bros, you know. So, yeah. you know, George not being there, him going through everything he's going through, having his movie cut to shit, you know, um, it was I can imagine. I mean, I would be pissed, too. Yeah. yeah. And then. Well, I didn't he destroyed realize. his car. Did yes. he really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the car, the car that they uh, Barbara and and um, um John drive up to in the in the in the cemetery was his car, the first car he had bought when he got the real money. So it kind of broke his heart to have it like totaled in that scene. But, but somebody recorded how the airbags didn't deploy and they replaced the car. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, that that had to be. So awkward. there was a little bit of a you know payoff in that he did get a new Absolutely. Mercedes. <laughs> so I'm happy for that. Watched, You've got the big the, Mercedes um, on YouTube. There was a, I watched the uh, making ofs, and I didn't realize how many like gore shots they edited out. Oh, quite a bit. I looked it up this morning. Was like there was like no gore in that, and I didn't realize that like how much the studio edited out Savini's original vision. And so that's given me a whole new view. Not that Gore makes the whole thing, but they edited out some really good Gore shots in that. I thought. Well, and, yeah. and, and you know what? That is probably my only gripe with this movie is yeah, no that you've Tom Savini's the fucking director. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting like day of the dead, you know, times two. Right. And, yeah. You can't compete with Day of the Dead. That's like a masterpiece. Know, know, it can not, never be no used way. again. No way. Like the Zenith. I know. Boy, faction. Oh, I mean, there's Dawn of the Dead. I mean, shit. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, we're talking a fact. Day of the Dead is fucking a masterpiece. Yeah, as far as yeah. realism. Yeah. yeah, but a different movie. All right. Well, uh, what do we think of the guy replacing uh, the old man, uh, Tom Towles? Oh, the Tom Towles. He's the... I was just talking about him and Cooper. like I'll uh yeah I always remember him as Otis from Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that, Otis. She's your sister. <laughs> he won an you know, Independent uh, Spirit Award for that. He won a Fangoria Chainsaw Award for the Borrower. Yeah, yeah. But Harry plays I'm, Harry. I'm, and yeah, Harry Cooper. I don't know how much of it he was inspired by the original black and white film, or how much of it was him. Well, no, I'm, he, I'm just he, playing he, bad guys. So Harry, Harry is a lot more villainous in this one than he was. Like he, Harry was more or less an asshole, but you can understand his asshole ishness. Yeah, his assholery yeah. kind of. Made yeah. In this one, yeah. I feel and like they, they took the character. And, yeah. You know, like Ben was like a paragon. In the first, you know, the original film, but in this one, they kind of put Ben and Harry at each other's throats like every minute. Like, even at one point, you know, where Barbara's like, We guys quit fighting like a bunch of two year olds, you yeah. know, because we got shit to do. And 
you know, so you see Ben just like a little bit more human, less of like this paragon of I know everything to do and I'm this great leader. He was he's still a great leader and Tony Todd does a great job, but him and Harry like really go at it. They do. He doesn't try to kill him as much as he does in the original. Right. They um, also they also kind of know. like they also kind of like tinged up on the the, the racism of, of yes. Harry. Like, yes. uh, when well, because like, they didn't address race in the first film, it, you know. Right. Well, the I always say that uh, in the original, when um, Ben tells him to get down there, so like, you be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Right. I always yep. say. When 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 Harry goes, you bastard! Like he wants to call him the N word so bad right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, so true. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely implied, but I think um, in this in this remake, um, it's obvious. It's not implied. Yeah, he's yeah. he's obvious. But can I can I talk about a funny moment? Like sure. when I watch this film, what fucking kills me, and I can't stop laughing because literally no one on earth fucking says this shit. He's like, you bunch of lame brains, you. <laughs> You fucking yo-yos. Yo-yo, yo-yo, yo-yo. Why can't here? you call somebody like a motherfucker or something? Why can't <laughs> you may, may I interject? May I interject? Yes, sir. One of my favorite things is the the cable TV, you know, edits of really graphic movies. And my favorite is Scarface, where the, why don't you stick your head up your toilet? <laughs> 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 That's that totally. That's Night of the Living Dead 2. Remake totally. <laughs> yeah. That was that was good. That was good. Yeah, that's that the was, thing. That... I mean, like, I'm really invested when I watch uh, Night Living Dead ninety, except for when he starts calling people lame brains and yo-yos, and he does it repeatedly. So every time he says that, I'm like, suck at it. Like, is this motherfucker it's trying so to cringy. It's shit? It's so cringy. Yeah, you're just like yep. nobody fucking says that. Like, um, somebody yeah. called me a yo-yo. I'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? No one's ever triggered ever Nowadays, I would think that they were saying something, but it meant something else. So I'd be like, all right, you wise ass, what are you saying, really? I'd like to know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you wise guy. <laughs> Mr. Smart Guy. <laughs> let's go. Let's buy. Wilkes on him. You cock a duty. <laughs> I am tired of these Dirty snakes bird. on this uh, day long train. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this day to Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> I'm gonna say that Harry does come pretty close to the N word though in this one, where he, he's yeah. like, "Well, you don't yeah. look like you're a neighbor." This is a country. And yeah, I that's like, like, that's, that's like, he gets pretty close right there, I thought. Yeah. You don't like what they did with Tom and Judy because they were just kind of there in yeah. the first, you know, in the original. But in this one, they had a little bit more personality. Like, okay, so the connection to the house is that it was Tom's uncle's house. Mm-hmm. And you got Judy, who's now Judy Rose, and boy, is she fucking annoying. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, but they're totally yeah they're totally yokels though which you would expect out in the country you shot him I'm like bitch you're next shut up bitch (laughs) she drives me nuts yeah Judy Rose (laughs) (laughs) oh god I I thought that was a neat kind of he's wearing an Iron City 
beer t-shirt and a yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers hat. I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah, we get it, dude. We get it. Yeah. We know. We got it. Thanks. Yeah. Come on down, it, Pittsburgh. It was kind of like an homage <laughs> to, like, you know, um, the beer they were drinking and I think Dawn of the Dead, where they were, you know, the rednecks were out shooting the zombies and lynching them and stuff. And, and then also George that, did a commercial that was for them. That was yeah, that, I was going to say, I, I swear I thought I, I saw somewhere that, that that was a commercial that they did for Iron City Beer. It was in that document of the dead that we watched. They talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. The guy's already dead. Why do you want to lynch him? <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, beer. You know, but I honestly Racism feel like consumes. if there was a zombie situation... Yeah. The rednecks are going to think this is time to fucking party. I mean, I feel like that was really real. I'm in Texas, so I agree. Well, I'm in Indiana, and there's a lot of fucking hilljacks here. May I I interject again, and feel free to sense me out here, Candy. Silence! (laughs) Go ahead, with, with, with the recent events, something i got to point out here. Why do rednecks side with the police? Because, you know, Smokey and the Bandit, the hero wasn't Smokey. It was a redneck. Yeah. Exactly. And and yeah. um, um Dukes of Hazard, the hero, he won the cops. Yeah. You know. So why do we keep depicting rednecks siding with the cops? Just Well look at Charlottesville. You know, anyone who's oh. different than them, they're gonna side with. And you can look at this as the current election and I'm not gonna that's all I'll leave you with that. It's just it's yeah, sort of we're, like, we're we're totally getting it's sort of like the enemy episode, of the just, of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's what this movie does pretty well. We're, I'm working with all these guys who I would otherwise be having to fight with, and I got to deal with them. It's the same thing as every other Romero movie. I got to be next to the school bully and the other douchebags who know how to kill people to kill the zombies. Yeah. So what do we think about the change in the ending? Love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. that's my favorite feeling. part. I think, my feeling. Favorite yeah, I think that's my favorite thing. Okay, so Daniel's yeah. the only one that said mixed feelings, and, and why is that? Oh shit! I, honestly, because I'm so reverent to the original, like it's it's a masterpiece, and it absolutely is. It is I hard. do I do love a lot of stuff they changed and added, but that ending, I feel like, yeah, just I don't know. But you know, it part of it felt good. I really hated that Ben turned, you know, into, into a, a zombie. zombie. But yeah. But you know, it's it's better than him being shot as an as a living guy and picked up with meat hooks like he's, he's dead. You know? I, I love, and then I also love Harry fucking lived and he's like, Oh, you came back and she fucking shoots him. She says, There's another one for the fire. I'm like, You do you, bitch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I dug it. Yeah, I love I love though the the closing out on uh, Ben as he's still alive when he finally finds the fucking the the keys to the gas pump. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like laughing. He literally right? just yeah, he literally loses his fucking mind at that moment. Like he, yeah, he literally just yeah, you when just he was down he in the just, cellar the he whole literally, time. He literally died laughing. He, like, yeah. it was just the complete just you know icing on the cake of and, this fucked up night <laughs> well I yeah one time somebody you know those memes where people are sitting at a table and they'll say something 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 changed my mind and somebody had put harry cooper's face on it and said the cellar is the safest place changed my mind but you know what the cellar is the fucking safest place oh i don't know man oh well see here's, here's the thing in the original I, 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 I get into this argument all the time with like Cooper was right and it was like, yeah, but Ben's point wasn't that 
the 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 cellar was a bad place to hide. He wanted to use the cellar as a last resort. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. So. And I, I'm I'm actually thinking about that too. But I mean, in general, it was the safest place. And you hate it and you hate to admit it. You hate to fucking admit it because he's such a fucking prick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, like it, you, like Ben has the perfect point. You go down there, they break in here. How the fuck do we get out? We're trapped down here. At least we yeah. we could see if anybody's around. We have a fighting chance and shit. You only want to go down to the cellar when you literally have no other choice. And see, you and know, that's, and that's his point. And that's the biggest change between the original and this one is, yeah, you know, the cellar was the safest place in the first one, and apparently in in the nineteen ninety version, the attic was the safest place because that's where Cooper was. Yeah, <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, get since we're now finding out all this bullshit about what he had to cut out, I, I got to give him the benefit of the doubt since again, producers yeah. not on your side, despite the and Romero fans are wanting to lynch you and. To be able to even still make a coherent movie and still have it play well on repeat viewings, I, I'm just going to give it to them. They did have one hell of a job. The yes. And yeah. the cinematographer having shot with Romero and Jim Jermush and Spike Lee, he already had an indie sensibility and how to make it look better. And it does look to me almost like Army of Darkness, which is shot for half of this two million. But yeah. it still has that, it, you know, it's clearly not, you know, just VHS tv level either it's the right amount of we're indie but we're this is still going to look great on a big screen so whatever they were using to lens this so uh that's off well i mean you know and and i'm a huge savini stan we know this um (laughs) and and for this for this being his his debut you know um in the director's chair i mean fantastic I, it, I think, yeah, really I good. Just good. despite everything that they did to it. Well, mm-hmm. and to be fair, he knew, you know, being the makeup guy, he knew how long, you know, how many hours each bit of makeup was going to take, what they would have time for with whatever shots. So there you go. He knows this is the shot. We need this in that frame, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. One of Savini's takes um, as to the unpopularity of the film which i think it has waned i think it is definitely making a resurgence as a classic yeah, um, yeah. it's definitely coming back and i that's what this is about is like we're trying to push that even more but um savini says that people didn't like it because the cuts they made they made was to keep it from being nc-17 and, and like you know romero he didn't want that he was okay with putting in the shots, you know, that would have made it NC-17, he says horror fans would have still watched it and yeah. they probably would have liked it better. It would have still done decent business, too, back in that yeah. day when they Absolutely. were still embracing home video and art house theaters. So yeah. I don't know what the problem would have been. And I can't remember who it was that mentioned it, but didn't they say that if it if it didn't get a rating, that it didn't get advertised? That's yeah, right. We're yeah, we talking about that with yeah. Dawn of the Dead, yes. You could do that in newspaper, but you couldn't do it in TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's fucking stupid, because how how many times can you count a movie where you would see at the start of it, this film has not yet been rated? Right. Clearly, yeah. either going to be PG-13. Well, you know, the times have changed, but, and, and, and cinema, <laughs> you know, this cinema in general has evolved. Um, ratings have changed. Um, the way that things are done, I think it's a little bit looser now. And I really think that if this was something he did now, 
he could completely do his vision. But oh, yeah. in in 1990, it was it was different. Yeah, you it's definitely looser. It's definitely looser now. I can't watch Westworld without fucking being bombarded with cocks in my face. That's true. I love that stuff, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. There'll be a scene. And there's just a bunch of dicks in the background. And it's kind of oh. hard to pay attention to the scene because you're like, what? Why are there so many dicks? Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there's to be fair, yeah, it's a, already it's pretty. Call them Richard, damn it. <laughs> well, that that is puzzling to me though. How you can get away with it if it's a deleted scene on a TV on a movie or TV show, but if it, for first run theatrical release, if we see just one thing we don't like, we gotta make all this melodrama. It's like it's not for kids. Why are you trying to rate it lower? It's yeah. just I don't get it. Ha- have you yeah. heard about Darkman? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about Darkman in a long time. Well, well, you have because you read the Bruce Campbell's book. Yes. Yes. There was a scene in Darkman where the bad guy, the evil CEO there, they were going to have him pour out a box of gold coins in his bed and dive into a buck-ass naked and just roll around. And I remember hearing about that. <laughs> and, and it got deleted because it's like, oh, it makes them uncomfortable. And Bruce Campbell, I hated that, and said, that's the freaking point. <laughs> it's supposed to do that. And, yeah, you know, they did a lot of shit like genre, that. Uh, yeah, they did a shit like... Uh, no, go ahead, Candy. Oh, I'm sorry. Just horror as a genre in general, like, is constantly getting shit. It doesn't ever get, like, you know, the big awards unless they change it to a different, like, a thriller or whatever. And um, people, right. you know, and, and, and critics fucking always hate horror. Like, they always have and they always will. Unless, you you know, you go to your smaller people, you know, your, your smaller productions, your, you know, reviewers or whatever that love horror and can like say okay i've seen horror films and this rates pretty well you know you it's really so niche and they hate romance because oh to them that's chick flick they hate actually they they like romance more than they like horror horror is really the the redheaded stepchild they bash on action but they assume that there's explosions throughout the entire runtime it's like no it's only an action because there's a car chase at the end the rest of it's just a cop or mystery movie and so that's why i brought up the the roger ebert thing in the beginning because he notorious shits on horror movies always Hmm. yeah different time and gene siskel did as well they always they went to the point where they were warning back in the vhs days uh they were warning parents about the dangers of horror videos and your children and there's like a whole fucking news report you can look it up on youtube well Um, keep in mind this it's is very interesting. Back when they were misinformed, you know, there still are. There's still politicians who try to get rid of video well, games. Well, it's either video games or music or horror. Even films, though video games are making crime rates go down. Yeah, every 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 <laughs> couple of years, that fucking that 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 argument comes up about whether horror movies or video games or music are corrupting our children. And it's like, well, no, was, is this you know, yeah, you got fucking asshole parents who don't parent horror themed music. I listen, well, I play violent video games, and I watch horror almost every night. And I'm like the nicest person ever, and I'm a I'm a pacifist. So it's there like, you go. It, there's the scientific evidence it says the exact opposite of what they're trying to force on us. Well, keep being careful now that they. Did this uh, not FAFSA, what, whatever the SAPA bill, you know, limiting the internet. And, and it was only, I was pissed when that passed because it was like, okay, they've already misproven it multiple times, but then they reworded it and just 
it became so apparent that Sprint and all the other companies wanted some extra control leverage on the internet. It's like, you fuckers, you just want to Yeah, I was not happy. Mm. Yeah. And no one else knew about that. They're just like, oh, where's my internet bill going Time up? Started. Time started. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do uh, we think about the night. zombies in this movie? Like how they're how You they're know, I, I really yeah. like the difference in it, you know, when... You know, because pretty early on, Barbara, you know, when they're they're nailing up uh, the stuff on the house, she's like, we could just go out there and walk right past them. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. no, 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 we robots. couldn't do that. We could never do that. And she's like, no, we literally can. And yeah. and that was when there weren't a whole lot. And then a whole bunch come and they're fighting them and whatever. The zombies are different. They almost, you can see them almost kind of have some semblance of themselves. Like when uh, Ben comes out of the, the, the cellar. Trace he, memories. He he looks at Barbara, and he, he it's not aggressive. It's a recognition. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he definitely recognizes. And, her. He, and he pauses, right? He pauses, right? It's, 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 and then it's, they yeah. kill him. That may be the best scene in the whole movie, I think. Yeah, that's a great scene. It, it's emotional. Not a bad argument. It, like, breaks your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think the zombies in this one are, are good for the most part. I have to. My one complaint, at least one of my complaints, is at the very beginning when Johnny gets smushed against the headstone. <laughs> he looks like a Rosessa Annie. Yeah, yeah, he looks so bad. I was, I was gonna say I, something I don't about that. The whole movie, but I swear to God, it's just like he looks like a damn hippity hop. Well, and that's fucking thing. And that's what we're talking about. Like, like this is the fucking Tom Savini. This is like the fucking Godfather of fucking. I guess that's what it is. We expected, right? We expect a little more. And most of the most of the zombie hits in this one are really good. That one is particularly awful, but a lot of them are really good. The really that one really skinny zombie who comes through about yeah. two thirds. Yeah, the one, one I always really, think of is like the yeah. the snake zombie because he kind of hisses. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him credit. The one that looks like if Edgar Winter and Tom Waits had a baby. That really yeah, that guy. I was thinking about that. Guy. <laughs> that's some good shit. That's some good shit. And I yeah. think that the fact that it's a lot of it's so good makes the stuff that's not as good stand out. Because you're right, because it's Tom Savini. Well, f- figure out what else could have happened. Someone else could have said, hey, uh, ninjas are a thing. Can you make all the zombies look like ninjas? They, or, he, or if the studio and, just let Tom Savini do his original. You know the original Kabuki hits you wanted to do, like I like I said I saw in that that documentary. That would have been, I think that would have been great. I want, yeah, I come to this stuff for the gore. I want, you know, I want the story, right. but I need, I need a little bit of gore. You know, give me something. Yeah, especially right. with Savini's name on it, and exactly, you know, Romero's name on it. You're you go into it with expectations. You know, no, you know what I, you know what I think, and I don't want to shit on uh, Everett Burrell, the, the 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 effects designer who who a timely it was his project, you know. But I think it, the the zombies would have looked in the and the, the gore or whatever there was for it would have come off a lot better had Savini had K and B instead. Right. Uh, Alex right. Kurt. He was he still with Kurtzman or was this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Christmas was still with them. That okay. they had just formed uh, uh, K and B uh, the year previous when they did uh, Intruder. Intruder was their first. The first official K and B project, and then, uh, but after that, they were just working, you know, constantly. So they, I think they were probably in uh, production on, uh, I believe, uh, Dances with Wolves because they're the ones that did the Buffalo. To Dances really? with Wolves, yeah. Okay. And, and I, um, I honestly, I, I love Nicotero, and he's he was a pal of Tom's. It would have been really great to see him do it. Yeah, and you know really he, great. you know he would. And you know, Nick, the type of person Nicotero is, he wish he would have done it. He wish he could have 
uh, helped Savini out and just, you know, been a yeah, part of the were, project. Yeah, they're buddies. They're buddies. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The Nicotero fucking worships Savini and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? That he loves yeah, those guys. Yeah, I mean, guys. They're, they're like really great friends. And yeah. I'm so, I'm so happy about that, that that came out of Day of the Dead. Um, hey, Candy. Yeah. I just, I just want to let you know, um, he was talking about Everett Burrell. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Did did you know that he he was the uh, special effects and makeup artist on Hard Rock Zombies? Oh, fuck my life. What? <laughs> Good pick. But, Good pick. But Hard Rock Zombies is garbage. Well, the, the best kind. We will yeah. have that conversation. It's actually coming up next week. We'll save that conversation. I have to, like, learn how to, like, channel my sith powers and use my hate and you know what i mean like i can't i we'll talk about that next week because i'm join the dark side we have free food I'm, I mean, I, because i'm following my hate, your i am the sith lord i'm dark fucking revan right now about that movie anyway i'm raven and maul <laughs> i will tell you oh so, your daddy yeah, yeah we are actually <laughs> doing um two episodes next week so that's going to be double duty for us. But I'm oh, really yeah. excited about our one special episode, which I'm not going to talk about till we release it. No hints. And then, um, you know, next next week we will dive into Hard Rock Zombies. I just hope I don't meet an unfortunate accident in the meantime. <laughs> I mean, I do kind of. No, I've actually Nazi seen it more times than you, you know guys have seen it. And I'm like, I've got one more watch of it in me for the rest of my life. Don't and you this just is it. fast forward through it. Shit. <laughs> what? Fast forward through it. Jesus. I, I have to rewatch it because I block it out of my memory. I just remember parts. And I, then my brain just goes, no, no, no. God, you uh-huh. thought the video dead was bad. Yeah, oh, that video God. dead was bad. Just wait. Rob hasn't seen Hard Rock Rob, yet. Rob, oh, you're you doing it. Rob, I Rob, haven't Rob, you get zombies, get right? Yeah. Um I I will give it a shot. I have do not. it, do it, do it, do it. And in <gasps> More people on my team. Anyway, okay. Nathan <laughs> <laughs> the Living Dead. Um uh, How do we feel about um George's new take on the story in general? Um I have no idea. Um, like if you had a preference um, between and we, I know that the first movie is reverent, but we're just going to take that out of the equation. Like screenplay wise, story wise, which screenplay do you like better? So I'm a h- huge fan of the original. Obviously, we all are. It's a fucking classic. Ooh, yeah, but favorite horror movie you, of all time. Do yeah. you think that that the remake leads to a better continuity with Dawn and Day? It's debatable. Not really. Not really. I think I think they're I, equal on that level. I do. I, I I think I think that it, it 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 perfectly lines in with that because with Dawn and Day, like he Romero leaves you with a tiny sliver of hope, you know, by leaving the survivors, whereas the original night is just Complete another dark and fucking despair. Yeah, I mean, like, dark, like everybody and, dies. The end. Yeah. looks fire, yeah. and you're just like, fuck, what? Yeah, and you know, this one, you know, at least you have Barbara, you know, there, and you know, she's just like, I mean, the the, the problem I have is that the the, the subtlety is lost a, a lot of the times, where it's just yeah. like, you know, where where Barbara, they're us. 
we're them and they're us. And it's like, we get it. We, you don't need to fucking say it. Right. We get yeah, it. we got it. You don't have, have to fucking say it. We've been down that road. <laughs> but fun fact about Patricia Tolman. Uh, she went to college with Tom Savini. Yeah, and she did. purposefully cast her because she had a very strong-willed, you know, personality. You remember her first role? Yeah, the first time he, the first time he met her, she was beating the shit out of a guy. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she's a tough. tough but you remember shit. her first role, right? But on dates like that. Was uh, a. <laughs> what's okay, what's the creep no show? No one's getting it. Okay, so no one's seen her first debut role. Apparently. I'm not sure what her her debut role she was. Is. She was in uh, Night Riders for Romero. Oh yeah, and okay. It was her debut. Oh. She plays the naked girlfriend, and uh, basically she just from that point on, you already saw she had some kind of unusual but pretty captivating screen presence. And this is before she won over legions of sci-fi fans with her various Star Trek and Babylon Five appearances. So yeah, and she yeah. also uh, did stunt woman. She was a stunt woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was. Jurassic Park. She was the sh- she was the she bitch in Army of Darkness. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, yep. She bitch. But yeah, yeah Jurassic go. Park. She, she doubles was- Laura Dern during the yeah. and fall. And she's also she's also the double for um uh what's the name the the first the first girl that gets taken into the the blob monster in um the raft segment of a uh, creep show oh, too yeah. like. Yeah, her coming out, it, it hurts. It yes. hurts. That's Pat. Wow. Yeah. She's also in Roadhouse. Yeah. She's in Austin beginning. Powers as well. Yeah. And, and Roadhouse in the beginning bar scene, she's the girl that gets kicked off the stool. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's Pat. Dang, you did homework. But I just, I just love that she's had this storied career, and I, like I said, I, hate, I, I'm like super feminine, and I hate really, really short hair. But man, she fucking rocks it. She's got that face, and she's just absolutely stunning. You know, I'm, I'm just, okay, I, I guess I'm the fashion critic here, but, um, but I'm, I mean, I'm into makeup and hair and all that shit, like hardcore. And I just, I remember even, um, when I was like 11, when I saw this, um. I was like, oh, my God, that hair. But, oh, she rocks it, though, because I love red hair. And just that face, she can pull off that super short hair. And she just – and then as she becomes a badass, as a writer, and I was in my early writing at that time. I started writing um, when I was young. But after that, every um, female that I had in my horror stories was kind of dressed like she was at the end because um, she, she just came off as such a badass, yeah. you know, that I kind of modeled – you know, my, my, my heroines after her. Yeah, she, 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 she was Linda Hamilton yeah, before Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2. Yeah, oh my god, just yeah, at the end, right? On your face, he told you. Fucking Molly Ray yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone said that she's the nicest person to that they've ever worked with. Everyone who's worked with her. And uh, Fun fact, I know this is going to sci-fi territory. All the she doubled virtually every female lead on the Star Trek shows, and they all loved her so much. And Adam Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy's uh, spoiled uh, son, who was a director, didn't respect her because she was he didn't like people going outside their department, so to speak. Oh my. And basically all the cast members defended her. They're like, we want you to get residuals, so we're, we're going to let you double us. We're not going to do it ourselves. 
Yeah, that's right on them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, one of the things you know, a lot of people talk shit about this film, but you never hear them talk shit about her. Nah. Like she is Patty, fucking Patty. great. Yeah. Pa- now, now with Tony uh, Todd, he's got a he's got a tough time in this film. I mean, this was pre Candyman. Um, he's got a tough time in this film because Dwayne Jones, those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, I couldn't but even I find think... anything on the cinematographer, but apparently he worked with Todd previously on the British fantasy film Sleepwalk. I can't even find a copy of that movie, but that's where they wow. first met. Yeah, and, and I mean, he is just such a like he's got such a range as an actor. Um, like I was just watching The Crow the other night, and <laughs> like, I mean, he can just literally play any character, and he's got like a fucking presence and his acting is just so amazing and he's so emotional in the film where Dwayne Jones Dwayne Jones was just kind of like I'm here to kick ass but you know Tony Hogsman yeah Tony Hogsman was vulnerable emotional tough he was he was human he was I mean, you, 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 you heard the shutter version of this I just heard the podcast version of that but uh in a the horror documentary show, apparently Forrest Whitaker was, you know, who he was, Todd was still friends with from doing Platoon with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done an HBO movie called Criminal Justice for HBO. And so for, uh, to him, he, he literally tipped him off saying they're remaking this. You, you need to get in on this. This is going to be the next big thing. And so he took Whitaker's advice as his agent set up the meeting. And uh, that was that. Savini and yeah. him instantly got along. Yeah, and, yeah so Savini said problem. Savini said from his audition he knew that he had found his pen when he cried on cue in the audition. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, he said, I, I knew he was my pen from right there. I cry every that, time that, Todd that cries. Emotion, <laughs> you know, that he has his pen, and, you know, it's he's easy to read. He's, re, he's really great at conveying. You know, and he goes the whole gamut of emotions in this. Whereas, like I said, Dwayne Jones, like, I mean, to me, that is Ben. Um, but he didn't have, like, you know, there wasn't a whole range in that character the way it was written mm-hmm. for the original. And they kind of put more into, you know, George was like, I want to put more into Ben, probably. I'm assuming I don't have any backup for that. But um, no, because he knew he knew Dwayne was up for it. That's why, you know, he knew the. Dwayne was capable of, you know, conveying more than just because it was written kind of like, you know, Ben was written kind of like an asshole. Yeah, and, he was like uh, some like, like, George, like a white like truck driver guy, right? Yeah, and then when Dwayne came in, he was like, oh yeah, I'm this guy's good. I'm not doing that. Yeah, which is which is the stroke of genius because you know what I'm saying like people think, oh yeah. yeah. Well, to, to I cast, wish every big budget Jones, movie would do that nowadays because you always hear all these terrible stories about the actor and director being at each other's throats millions of dollars later it's just like good grief figure it out before well, the cameras roll you know yep. george is is you know a family guy blue collar you know we've talked yeah. about this yeah and, he you know, only worked and, and, with stage people and yeah you know, and people that he knew or got recommended or just he picked the best person for the job and then you know they were family they were in and, you know, um, Tom has that same thing about him as, you know, he was part of George's no family. No, you rely on. Yeah. You know, so get those people in there that you know can do the job that you're, you're buddies with or, or, you know, whatever. And I love that. I love that there, that can still happen. Well, exactly. Because you hear, I, I don't know if anyone's heard other terror, no pun intended, stories on other indies, especially yeah. movies of 
the sort, but you would hear it all the time where people should know from the get-go whether they're going to be on each other's levels. And if yeah. you're not, then that's a very long six months. And why go to that much trouble? So, Yeah, and yeah. this movie was shot in four weeks. Four and weeks? Shit. Four weeks. And the thing is, is um, you know, Tom was so excited. It was his first directorial thing. And so he had all the storyboards pinned up in his office. And George comes in and, and the first two days, you know, and he goes, Tom, this is so great. But you have a six-week movie here. You got it. You only have four weeks to shoot. Well, and Tom just, was immediately like, "Ah, oh, man." <laughs> good on him. I'm glad this they got this chance when they did. I can't I believe just, Tom Tells didn't get any more villain roles. I remember him as the douchebag inspector on the first season of NYPD Blue, and since then he had this. He had this. He had Normal Life with Ashley Judd, Gridlocked with Tupac. And then from then that point on, he was just doing guest spots and Rob Zombie shit. No, he showed up. He showed up. He showed up in shit every now and then. He showed up as a. He was a. He had a pretty. I mean, it wasn't like a big role, but he he was there in a Miami Vice, the the, the Miami Vice movie that Michael and, Mann made. Yeah, and that sucked. He ass. played a prick, and <laughs> I've I've grown to he love it. I, I hated it when shot. I first saw it, but I've grown to love it. Um, uh, but he played a, he played a pretty prominent prick in that. <laughs> well, I'm just mean he he should have been like major overtime like gotten some big Oh, he was a, he, he was an amazing actor. It was it was it was a, a tragic loss to the to the Absolutely. Top Tolls, yeah. A stroke Tom Tolls at a, amazing. I love I love the way he del- I I love the way he delivered you're going to die up here. Tolls was just fantastic my um my complaint as far as acting is um helen uh harry's wife uh, <laughs> i thought you know marilyn uh eastman uh she did a great job she was in, a goddess in, yeah and in, in the original film like she just she played helen with like vulnerability but toughness and you know she yeah. got involved and and this helen was just kind of a whiny bitch yeah. <laughs> like exactly. she just sucked. She yeah. like when she went up to help, you know, she actually wasn't helping. They're nailing stuff up, and she's like, "I need this fucking key because this whatever." She's not helping, and then she starts getting freaked out by the zombies. I'm like, "Bitch, you, oh my god!" Yeah. Even right. crying, screaming, Judy Rose is doing some shit. You need to get on it. Like she just yeah. kind of sucked because Marilyn Eastman, when she played Helen, Helen was involved. She got involved and she said, fuck you, Harry, basically, like, you know, we may not enjoy living together, but I don't want to die together. That's right. I love I love I love I love Helen in the original because she she doesn't take any of Harry's shit in the original. Like you can tell like there's a radio upstairs and you locked us in down here like like, motherfucker. You better open that fucking door. She's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, and then she goes up there and she starts helping. And you know, like, it, but the Helen in 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 this and the remake, she yeah, didn't she do shit, but suck. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't like their death. I didn't. What? What I miss? What? No. She said she didn't do shit, but suck. <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, Double meaning, Candy. Suck. Jesus, come on. <laughs> No, it's just funny. It's the way I talk. I'm sorry. I'm not um, laughing at the way you said it. I'm just laughing. He says it about me all the time. 
Wow. I'm gonna start okay. using Okay. <laughs> oh, that I would pay to see that a South Park remake of every Romero movie. I thought you were about to say I would pay to see Suck. Never mind. I now my mind's in the gutter. God. It's all what in the gutter. Fuck? Watch this shit movie. Uh, you pulled me down to your level. I cannot believe. Who said it was my level? One bad, one tasteless joke makes me tasteless as a person. Come on now. What were we? You always make tasteless jokes, oh, Cameron. A hundred thousand tasteless <laughs> jokes. Not every <laughs> joke I make is tasteless. Bullshit. Uh, a few percentage of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty high percentage. That's what okay. she said a lot, and I'm like, what? Well, okay, well, so repeating the same joke does not make most of the jokes. Come on now. Cameron, this is why we love you. We love you, Cameron. <laughs> and this is why. Because, you know, the right you know you're, the, you're the funny one of the clique. Sean is the silent one. Uh, Candy's the spunky one. Uh, Daniel is the knowledgeable one. Daniel is the knowledgeable one, and I'm the drunk one. So, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, really? I'm not having any success right now. <laughs> what do you mean to be drunk? That's not, that's not fair. Uh, I, well, you know me. I'm not. Hey, I'm not actually gonna get well, drunk. I hate being drunk. Sean, you're awesome. So again, we can't diss you. Daniel, you got too much brilliance. So why would we fuck with that? So. Well, uh, thank you. Notice no comments for the the hostess here, but that's okay. <laughs> well, because you're just too awesome. So I can't. What can I say? So. Anyway. Aw, thanks. Now I am going to shit on Rob, though, after this. But anyway, so, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Good God. Everyone thinks I have a beef. I'm joking around. I, I called you the funny one. I called myself the drunk one. The drunk one is the fool of the group. <laughs> Why are you going to shit on me? Drunks, the drunks <laughs> are often the, the enlightened ones. They're also pretty good in a bar fight. They can take a few hits before. Oh, oh yeah. I could kick, kick an ass to poop. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with you. Well, actually, I would because I'm pretty tough. Like I can just say words, and I don't have to fight. She went to Samuel L. Jackson school. Words. I, can... I did, and I'm also a mom, <laughs> and that makes it like my superpower what? is to like destroy you with my words. <laughs> I'll guilt you so bad you'll cry. Oh God. Anyway, going back to Helen. Like, Thanks for listening that... to the House of. Uh... <laughs> We don't fucking know. The house that pukes. <laughs> the house of drama? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, but with Helen's death, I it was so iconic. Like it it's so tremendously iconic and in, in the original film with the, with her killing instead of like biting her mom, you know, um Karen, she she kills her mom with the fucking garden trowel. And, and that's like a really great shot. Yeah, yeah, the way that the sound goes and the way that the, everything kind of slows down, it, it's really great, beautiful. Uh, and it, it was the scene that 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 uh, critics complained about the most when it came out. Like, oh my God, you cannot let people see this because of this absolute, you know, there there's matricide in it. And, you know, like the fact it was much more brutal because she didn't bite her or try to eat her. She just fucking stabbed the bitch to death. Trowel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she so, stabbed her repeatedly. Yeah, like, it just kept going and going and going. But, you know, um, in this one, like, there was an homage. So Karen bites her on the neck and the blood squirts onto the trowel. But I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, that was weak. I don't like that. that I, that's my biggest complaint. I don't like that. that, I, don't that, like that. I, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, to, not to interrupt you, Candy, but I wanted to No, bring no, that. I'm done. I, the, I, I <laughs> 
I, I want no, I wanted to go into like uh what is everybody's uh like favorite changes to their least favorite changes from okay. the original. You start. Um my favorite change is the whole we got to get to the gas pump scene because like I love as much as I love the original, the the, the gas pump shit in the fucking original is like, you know, Ben like, oh, the it's locked. Let me shoot it off. And it's like although oh, in the original he in he's the got the he's got Tom the shoots it. No, no, no. In the in the original uh uh Ben shoots uh the, the gas yeah. pump off. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm thinking yeah. of yeah, I'm getting and, this up. And, yeah, and in um in uh it uh, like it's it's it makes more sense because you know he's got the Winchester rifle so it's a single bullet you know whereas right. in in the in this one Tom shoots it with the double barrel shotgun which you know and like and what I like about that is like you know it like you know he changes that whole like this is fucking stupid you know that he's gonna shoot the pump so like of course that's how it, it all explodes because you know. He has this moment of stupidity, but it makes sense because as he's trying to unlock it, he was like, "These are the wrong keys. These are wrong." And like you know, you can understand in in a scene in a moment like that, the frustration that we 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 plan this out, we finally get here, and it's the wrong fucking keys. So like in that moment, you just like, Ugh. yeah, like you what know the fuck what I'm saying? Like, and there's all these fucking zombies, you know. Like that moment of frustration, you're not thinking. Oh dear. You know what I'm saying? What's the problem? <laughs> and, and, you, you're not thinking, and you just fucking blow it, try to blow it off with a double barrel shotgun, and then you got Ben back there. Tom, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And you kill yourself and fucking Judy Rose. Thank God you killed Judy Rose, though, because yeah. I, I just um, wanted her to rest fuck in peace, Judy Rose. <laughs> there no, wasn't fuck. as much setting people on fire around here either. <laughs> I, 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 that's my favorite change. What's uh, your least of, favorite? Uh. Hmm. Probably the uh, absence of military and radio. No, it's um. I, know. I don't know. I, I I don't like. I mean, I'm not a pretty. I'm not that big a fan of how villainous they made Harry. I like uh uh how Harry. I I I mean, he's an asshole, but at least you can understand him because you know he's only thinking of his family. I I like my one of my favorite moments in the original is when. Ben is trying to get back in the house after the fucking debacle that was the gas pump. And, and you uh, see Harry like, just like, uh... so, do I open the door? Do I not? Do I open the door? Do I not? You know, because he's he's thinking about his family. You know what I'm saying? You know, so he's trying, like, you know, he's thinking about protecting them. And Ben gets in as he's fucking uh, uh, trying to get downstairs. And then it's like, oh, Harry comes up and helps him fucking bang the door, and then Ben just probably beats the shit out of him. Yeah. You know? But, you know, you understand Harry. You know, and, and Harry in this one, I don't understand why he's such a fucking prick. You know, like, like he's just, it's almost like he, they made him overtly a prick because, you know, you know, well, just he, to he make was in the first one. Bill, you know what I'm saying? I think and he I, just figured, I don't know if they filmed any other scenes with him. I think they just figured, hey, anyone going to this pretty much knows the story. We don't need to, we're just going to have him overact. We're not going to have any more backstory. I, like, they just made him such the villain. And it's like, 
why? Like, why, why, why? Like, it, it wasn't necessary. But, like, I guess, you know, he tried to differentiate himself so, you know, completely from, like, a little more from the original. So it's, like, not the same movie. But it's, like, you know, I, I, I thought that was kind of a necessary, you I know, making like, yeah, but it, it played up on that, you know, kind of taking Ben off the pedestal as well. Because you see them constantly fighting. Right. Instead of... Like, Ben's you know, that's right. All the story is is conflict, so you gotta have it every other minute. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, but I just think they also changed Ben to right. kind of be more on that level where they can they're constantly fucking fighting instead of right. where it's just like getting on I, each other's nerves. Or I think they did that. But I think they did that to play a Barbara more. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, they really want Barbara that's to be true. the hero. You know, they wanted Barbara to be the hero. So you you have to downplay Ben a bit, you know what I'm saying? So Barbara. I just think they humanized him more. Like Dwayne Jones was like, you know, on a pedestal kind of like character. Dwayne Jones, you know what I'm saying? He's the coolest motherfucker. You know, know the the, the sad part is he never saw that movie till right before he died. Yeah, he 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 really give a shit, you know, which is why I love Dwayne Jones. God bless him. Badass. Well, I love whatever he wears. I love it. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's got, he's got the, like collegiate sweater on. Dwayne Jones does it. It's yeah, when he good. comes in, right? He comes in with the fucking yeah, the the sweater on and shit. Right. And he's, he's like so ass, right? Yeah, but he's such a fucking badass. You know what I'm saying? He's he's, he's my he's my all time. Yeah, Dwayne Jones's Ben is uh my all time favorite horror movie character. Oh, I just yeah. love him so much. Yeah, he's just he's, he's, he's just fantastic. Gross. Like, yeah. it's, it's hard to find fault with him because he was sort of the voice of reason. He was the, the tough one. He was the smart one. He was everything. Hero. Yeah, absolutely. And him getting okay. at the end, that's what makes it so sort of he was movie. He was Barack Obama, as the Rift Tracks claim. <laughs> um, <laughs> and going on. Not going uh, to touch. Let's, Not going to touch. Let's go to Daniel. <laughs> like, uh, Daniel, what was your, your uh, most favorite and least favorite change? Uh, my most favorite, absolutely, was, you know, Barbara going from the, the, the screaming, helpless female to a badass. Yes. I mean, how can you not love that? Yeah. I, I gotta say my least favorite was Ben Gay at the end. It just, that made the first one so poignant at the end. And him turning to a zombie and her being the last survivor and shooting him and just, like, it, it did not sit well. I understand. I understand. Yeah. It's such a devastating thing to see Ben end up like that, you know. I won't deny it was a great change. It was creative, and it added another element. But as someone who was so reverent of the original, to me, it was just like, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can consider these movies... Each of these are basically time period pieces. Well, so, and and with Barbara, you know, um, seeing Ben as a zombie at the end, and he it seems like he recognizes her. She can't shoot him. She can't bring herself to do it, and the guy does. That's it. true. Sorry, yeah. I spoke myself. And, right, the sixties. I, I got more of, of a sense of you know in this film that you know there may have been some kind of like she kind of felt some t- sort of way like when you're in moments of crisis, you know, you're. It's her friend. Yeah, well, I mean, but it, it seemed like there could have been more. I think they, Patricia, because she and everyone understood the character, she does do a good job of, like, having her character act different continually in every scene. So that way we, it's like a video game. It's, it's a natural leveling. progression. Right, but but she's leveling up as opposed to, 
being a damsel one minute. Right. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Yeah. If you look at it, the 60s movie is kind of a disaster movie. In a way, town with, you know, it's kind of by that point becoming a military state. Everyone's got a, you know, is so brainwashed by the radio. Anything they say on there, it must be true. So, and with this one, this is pretty much just showing, hey, if we're in a secluded, you know, redneck town in the 90s, this is how it's going to play out. And so, they, like you say, they do kind of compromise half the racial themes and just leave it to that one brief lynching scene with the hillbillies. And it's like, that's it. They, they didn't want to do yeah, anything else with it. That part didn't serve me either. All right. <laughs> no, when it's just the the original, when it's the the posse rounding up the zombies, order being reestablished, that was okay. When you got the rednecks lynching them, it's like, why do you got to add that? What does that do? Well, that was actually supposed to be part of the original film. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Uh, yeah, and they, how do we feel about the? How do we feel about the set decoration, how the house is designed? Oh, hold on, we want to finish this real quick. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask, uh, oh, Daniel, were you done? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm done. Thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, uh, let's ask Dave. Um, most favorite change, least favorite change. Okay, most favorite change has got to be the uh, truck explosion in, in the 1990s. <laughs> Much yeah. bigger. Much bigger explosion. Dug it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Makes more sense, <laughs> too. But I've been saving this up. My least favorite change, I got to say, the uh, when Sarah Cooper in the 19th version is laying it, like they couldn't have gotten a kid to play that role. What is she, like 6'2"? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's, she's a point. big old Very kid. Good point. And the little girl's like really dressed. How do we miss It's just that? distracting to me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how big is this fucking kid? That, that, that to me, is the, the, they couldn't Hormones. have there's <laughs> plenty of kids who end up being bigger than they actually are. Uh, yeah, she's wearing those little distracting. Yeah. Everyone it's thinks my brother's older than me than just because he's bigger than me. So although uh, I'm watching it right, actually, as as we're recording this, I'm watching it, and she just came out of the zombie. The zombie effects on the uh, Sarah Cooper chick are really good, but when she's laying See, on she's the table, it's when she's laying there, uh, stretched out on the table, she looks like, I mean, she's taller than me, for fuck's sake. That's my big Midget. Point. <laughs> that's funny, because I'm watching it now, too, and she's just coming out, and it's like, she's got a good shuffle to her, like a, a zombie good, shuffle. I that was a great effect on her face. A zombie shuffle. Do the zombie shuffle. She looks like she'd be the WNBA, though, she, when she's laying on the table, and she's so fucking big. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the way that they're fussing over her is like it's a small child, you know. <laughs> Whereas like, like, what is it, Kyra Sean that played um, <laughs> that played her in the original? Like she actually looked like a young child. Yes, yeah, I, I bet. Yes, it's like Gabrielle Larissa like there, like with a little sock. Oh my God, she got bit. To like be four. fair, to be fair, there are a lot of rednecks who baby each other, you know. Yeah, but I mean, most people, when they're watching a movie, they're not, like, thinking theories like that. We're just watching a film, and we think our theories later. So when you're watching the film, you're kind of, like, taken out of that moment when you see this kid that's, like, the size of my daughter who's 20. And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, I would be worried about her, but not, like, treating her like she was five. You know what I'm saying? Suspension of disbelief can only go so far. Right. You lame brain, you fucking yo-yos. Or or, or, uh, (laughs) as... 
as they said in uh, Deuce Bigelow, that's a huge bitch. Oh, <laughs> yep. God. Why? 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 Oh, <laughs> All right. Next up. Uh, I will get revenge is... for the Schneider reference. <laughs> um, Sean, what's your most favorite and your least favorite? All right. I'll be, qu- I'll be quick. Uh, most favorite, it's in color. <laughs> what? Oh. Are you oh. black? Huh? I'm sorry. That? Have you lost your no. damn mind? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Sean, you know I mostly agree with you, but I got excited with candy here. Like, come on. You, you like, know, you picked the color still, of a black You're about white. to get served some papers. You got to understand. That was awesome. God. Before, before Candy and I got together, I had rarely ever watched a black and white. Honestly, like Night of the Living Dead was probably the only black and white movie I'd ever watched. And then I changed your fucking world. And then she changed my world. But still, I'm a uh, huge I'm a huge fan of gore, and I can't I can't see gore unless it's in color. Fair enough. So, so anyway, so oh, so that's okay. probably my. Oh, that's can probably I, can my, I say a comment on that real quick though? Savini originally wanted to shoot it in black and white and slowly and then, add the color throughout. Right, yeah. which would have been cool. So that you're was, saying we would have gotten a Schindler's List type movie? <laughs> well, that's a little different. Oh, than yeah, well, I, I mean, well, because the people who are important or the victims or the blood is in red. That's my allusion to that. That's my point. Yeah, it would have been neat to see how that would have played out. Yeah. Cameron, so, Cameron. Spielberg made a zombie movie. Okay, no, I'm done. Cam, Cam, Cam <laughs> I, I love how you always have to explain your jokes. <laughs> yeah, you gotta explain yeah. your jokes. Yeah. You Dude, you you react. Cam makes a joke and then it's like, what? And then they have to go into an explanation and it's like, oh, okay, we get it. <laughs> hell. Okay. Don't quit your day somewhere. job. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so what's your least favorite? My least favorite is um, Cooper. I like Carl Hardman's Cooper better. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a lame brain or a yo-yo, so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I can't let go. I can't let go of it. It would have been better with that. Go. It needed a Latino actor, yo-yo man. What the fuck? Sorry. Oh my god. Oh yes. Are, are you saying we need a John Amplis? <laughs> John yeah. Amplis and Bond face? <laughs> yeah. Well now now I'm curious. Uh Sean, what's your take as Bill Mosley as Johnny? Ooh. You know I, I know the answer. I like Bill Mosley. Not my favorite. Okay. No. And he's done plenty of shit. We do get excited every time we watch the film because we like Bill Mosley. Yeah, I, I love Bill Mosley, but but not yeah, as Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> not as Johnny. His Twitter's hysterical. Oh yeah, he cracks me. Russ Reiner, Russ Reiner is the the fucking the the, the fucking quintessential Johnny. Yeah. We went uh, to a Halloween party, which I've shown you guys pictures of me as Barbara. Which I, party. I totally looked like Barbara. I had the coat and the dress and whatever, and the, my hair and the face. I uh, kind of look like uh, Judith O'Day, but um, I did do a good Johnny. He no, he was a fantastic Johnny with the oh, fucking gloves oh, yeah. and the glasses and the suit. It was great. It was fantastic. We everybody was so excited about our costumes because we just fucking <laughs> loved it. But it was a little <laughs> weird being brother and sister oh. at that party. Um, oh my god! I, I did get drunk on accident. Oh god! 
So I was yeah, all over him. Like, you. you know, it's all in the family. And then I had to put up with it. <laughs> this that is why I don't get drunk, because I just, like, want to go to sleep immediately. Anyway, um, so that was good. All right, Cameron, I think you're up. Oh, shit. I thought I made all my points. Uh, uh, yeah, cool. I'll go straight to me if you want to skip. Yeah, you, you go ahead. I pretty much okay. chimed in on Rob. So you don't want to talk about the mad scientist? There's no point because the um, only mad scientist will always be my number one favorite villain, Dr. Forster. So. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Uh, send it to you. Okay, send I'll, it to I'll, you let, I'll let the co-host take it over. All right. Um, okay, so for me, my um, most favorite change was, of course, Barbara. Um, I always liked Barbara in the, in the original because I understood her reaction, but she never really got out of it. You know, so I love that in this one, she at first she does have that reaction. You know, Patricia Tallman's Barbara in, in this remake, she does have Barbara's initial reaction like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm hysterical, I don't know what to fucking do, and I can't talk, and and, but then she has to kill Uncle Reege with poker, and then she starts getting her shit together slowly. And then suddenly, like, she's this amazing badass. And like I said, you know, it was really inspirational to me as a female horror writer. You know, even when I was 11, I was I had been writing already. So um, I would uh, <laughs> I would write stories at computer lab in school, and people would line up, to, and I'd have to oh, print yeah. copies to pass them out of my horror stories. Oh, my God. But anyway... So she was just really inspirational to me. I, I really like the Barbara chain the best. Um, my least favorite uh, is, uh, you know, probably uh, Helen Cooper, the whole seller in general. I did not like how it went. It, it's, it was so much better in the original. Um, you know, when Ben does eventually have to go down in the cellar, you know, he ends up having to kill all of them. You know, you got the, the daughter eating him. He's missing, you know, his arms off and, you know, the mom sits up and, and all that. But, you know, in this, it was like Helen Cooper was just a really weak character. She she could not even come close to Marilyn Eastman. Um, she just she just was there. And, um, you know, I, I just thought Kyra Sean was just a much better, you know, of, of their daughter. She, she did that so much better. She was just amazing performance. So, yeah, that's my least favorite is just the whole how they did that whole family. I didn't like it. Sounds good. Well, ice cold. Oh, sorry, crickets chirping. Ice cold. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 to, I totally agree. Uh, I totally agree that uh, Helen was absolutely fucking. <laughs> uh, as I, as I say that, I'm looking at the, at the. I'm, I'm watching it right now, and I'm. Why are you guys watching? Up. That's the confusing. Yeah, she's like an. <laughs> I this A lot today. of them watch the movies. Um, I know Rob definitely does. He always watches the movie that we're talking about. Yeah. I can't the, get them in a garage sweating, staring at a dog. I prepare weeks in advance. I just don't want to <laughs> be last yeah. minute. My my favorite moment just came up with uh, Ben discovering the uh, the gas pump key, and uh, <laughs> you know that's that that fucking slow fade out into black and shit as you yeah as he's just losing his mind that he found the gas pump key, and it's just like. It was here the whole time. Fucking Cooper just just bothered to look yeah, for it. Yeah, and, you know, and that's partially his fault. And you know, I think it, it kind of dawns on on him. And and Tony Todd is such a great actor. You can feel all of that without him yeah. saying a word. Like, oh fuck! If we hadn't been fighting, it would have been right here. We had been yeah, fighting over right. the house. We had been fighting over the cellar. Which we was Barbara's right whole here. point. Which was yeah. Bob. 
Bar- Barbara and Tom, because Tom said this, like, you know, let's stop fighting, just get the shit done, you know? And he, like, you know, that that that's another favorite change about, too, like, how they made Tom, like, a bit more resourceful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tom and was another Judy, one that was just, like, like, more of a character, even if she's annoying as shit, because Judy was just kind of, like, a nothing. She barely said anything. And then she's the reason they, they blew up in the truck. My jacket's gone. I'd be like, bitch, yeah. bye. It would have been great if there was a deleted scene where he's looking for the key and then he gets rickrolled. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just starts saying, (laughs) all the zombies are surrounding him and he's just screaming, God fucking damn it. Oh, and they go into a dance number. Never could have Yeah, there you go. The real hard rock zombies. (laughs) Yeah, there was no rickrolling then because that wasn't even a decade old. That that song was very old then. (laughs) <laughs> Together forever. Just okay. Rick Astley showing up. <laughs> oh, I would pay to see it. Oh my god. Oh god, I can't do that. It's so irreverent. I can't. Yo, um, you know, you know, I got Rick Road recently. Somebody you posted told me like, about oh that. Yeah. Oh, somebody posted that they deleted the video, and I'm like, oh my god, they deleted that, and then I went to look, and I'm like. Fuck. I got kids that kind of keep me up on the the memes and TikToks and everything that's going oh, on. Oh, fuck TikTok. So oh. I, I know, but it's like, it's my kids. It's fans. It's, it's how it is for their generation. So Evil they're always, breeds. You know, my son, like, he'll sit there and be like, have you, he'll show me like random like memes. And then my daughter's like, oh my God, this on TikTok. So I kind of know everything that's going on and what's the hot thing of the moment. We're hip. We are very hip. A hip but hip. not on purpose. <laughs> you know this is all how the we bond with the children. We listen to the things that they show us, and then we're like, yeah, that's really nice, honey. Damn. So <laughs> but I know what I'm talking so, about. So if I ask Sean a random uh, slang word, he can look it up on Urban Dictionary. If I ask Candy... You, you don't some... want to know the things we've looked up on Urban Dictionary, okay? Seriously? Uh, you don't I just, I'm just meaning to know. It. Well, I'm just meaning in general. Like, you guys are going to just instantly have a booklet out. <laughs> like, oh, I know that. We know a lot of it. We do. Rob, Rob knows what Porky Piggin is, don't you? Oh, uh, Alabama Hot Pocket. Oh. Uh, yeah. Rusty <laughs> Trombone. Oh, my God. <laughs> said I'm filthy. Fuck off. Yeah, you don't want to fuck around huh. here because uh, I'll throw you out. Ugly, uh, turn. Uh, Huh, huh, no. Thanks, Cartoons <laughs> Humanity. Thank you for expanding uh-huh. my knowledge on disgusting fucking things. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the house that's fucking gross. <laughs> we, we always, we're kind of gross. I mean, we were talking about, like, rows of dicks earlier. I mean, and then you had the golden dildo and grinder yeah. last week. I, I never know what's going to happen. Is the alternative to Tumblr? I feel like this is a three-ring circus, but I'm supposed to be the ringleader, but I'm in one of the rings. Funny, nobody's funny, running this shit. Funny, funny story about the uh, the rusty trombone. We were. Oh we, God! Oh no! <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one. Um, <laughs> so we play uh, we play Cards Against Humanity, and when our girls were, you know, probably what 15, 16. Oh, we no. Um, it was when Isis was younger than Ash. So she was about 12. We would censor it. We would take out all of the really bad cards, right? right. All the coming juggling, all the other bullshit. That's right. And, and, yeah. so, and so one night we play or whatever, 
and I'm going to put the cards up. And all of a sudden, my daughter, you know, reminds me, she's 12, 13. She's like, uh, Dad, what's a rusty trombone? I like yeah. froze. And I turn around and she's holding the card. I apparently dropped it. And so then I had, you know, I had to explain. I mean, oh. Oh. what did had, you say? What did you say? Well, <laughs> well yeah, Sean, what did you say, uh, Sean? Do we, say? We we're not going to explain that, are we? No. We direct them to look oh, it up. Can, Google exists, okay? So oh, no, I, I think we all know what it means. We're saying, what did you say to her? Well, <laughs> well, what he said to her probably shouldn't be repeated, but okay. Google exists. Okay, so you okay, said Google, Google exists. Look so here's up. what you do: you go to Google, you type in "rusty trombone," click on images, okay? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh my god, I just did! I just did! <laughs> oh my Nathan god, I'm so sorry. Lovecraftian God, stop! <laughs> <laughs> All of you. So, just don't look up what a blueberry waffle is. Yeah, blue waffle. Oh, that's uh. old. One night we were, because we have a, an Alexa in our bedroom, and we have one in a big one in the kitchen. <laughs> and so we, we were like in bed one night, and I just turned to him, and I was like, "What's a chode?" Oh, I didn't know what it actually was. Stop! So Clara, Alexa, <laughs> all of you, stop. We asked Alexa what it is, and her answer is, she's like. And then she directs us to a Wikipedia page, and she's talking, and she's Creepy. like, she's like, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, Zach Wild is, a, you know, the guy who used to be the guitarist. He was the guitarist for like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Oh. So we asked what a chode was, and they told us a person, a specific person. And then I found out what a chode really is, and I was like, oh my God, Alexa's fucking fierce. <laughs> Let's get back to topic for the we long things. Speaking of that, yes. Speaking of jokes. Now that all that's over. I need a shower. You are all filthy. (laughs) (laughs) You make me feel bad. Wow. (laughs) Well, sorry. Anyway, um, so everybody with their ratings out of ten. Eight out of ten. Um. Okay. What did you say, Cameron? Sorry. Eight out of ten. All right. Get, go, go, get, get, get the firing squad ready. I'm ready to go and die for whatever. No, I like that. Oh, eight, 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 eight out of ten is good. Uh, Daniel. Get the squad. Seven out of ten. Oh, shit. Still better than I expected. <laughs> um, Rob. Wow. Um, 6.5 out of ten. Uh, Different than oh. I was expecting. That's what you give the sci-fi channel movies. Damn. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm entirely too biased to the original, and uh, there, there's it's a lot of good stuff in there. But, yeah. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of good moments in it, but um, I I did, did the original is far. So. Okay. Um, Dave, what do you got? I'm gonna give it uh, six out of ten for Tony Todd. But on the downside, the uh, 6.2 foot, you know, daughter, Sarah Cooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just throw Helen in there for good, for good measure. She's wearing the patent leather shoe. She's like eight foot tall. I can't get past it. Sorry. Yeah. Or, or being a lame brain in a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean of the Dead. I'm going to give it a seven. Solid. Solid. I agree. Okay. You know... I, I'm biased to the original, and I'm also biased to this version for different reasons. 
So I give this an 8.5 out of 10 yo-yos. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo. Up and down, up and down. I just figured out what he was meaning now. Tony's <laughs> hanging around the house like an actual toy yo-yo. That's what he fucking meant. It still sounds stupid. I don't. He's care. a redneck. Redneck side. No, he's default. actually not. He's actually not. Yeah, he's got the fucking re- rednecks don't wear fucking tuxedos. Yeah, they like, were like on their way somewhere. But else. he's in like a redneck county, so that know. doesn't make you automatically uh, speak redneckese. You know what yeah, I mean? He just, he just, he, he just got lost. It's, uh, he's a, he's in a fucking tuxedo and shit. The rednecks yeah. don't even know what. I think Stop he's redneck. I think he just got married. I'm just joking. I don't know. Ah! I mean, he, he sounds All like right. he, he's like, you know, from upstate, you know, like literally another state. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, um, if anybody ever calls me a lame brain, I'm going to punch them just for being dumb. I'm not going to be offended because uh, I'm not going to be offended because it hurts my feelings. I'm going to be offended because they chose to use the stupidest shit at me. Lame brain. Fucking yo-yo. Yo-yo. <laughs> so Make I guess we'll go ahead part. and <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call this a wrap. Um, I actually got it's better a scores than I expected. Uh, Rob's is a little surprising, but okay. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, this I'm, not is basically, mad at you. I'm not your. I'm not mad at in you. In many ways, this is kind of like the whole Dawn of the Dead. Which version do you prefer? Better yet, it's kind of like Evil Dead. One to Evil Dead Two. Yeah, the I same mean, story, yeah. It, it but suffers from the cut. remake disease, and and you know, um, I think to really enjoy a remake, you have to let go a little bit, and some people can't, and that's okay. That's okay. I'm not mad at anybody. I just really, you know, I still think it. We scored it rather highly, considering some of the scores we got just for even like Dawn of the Dead, you know. So oh. not bad. Also, I think it plays into what you always say, the nostalgia factor. Yeah, yeah. Well, Because it did make an impact on me. It really did. It affected my writing. For the original film will always stand the test of time. I know that because I went to a play a few years ago, which where my friend was playing a Michael Jackson as Thriller Zombie. I kid you not. The play was called uh, was called Night of the Living Walking Dead. It was a combo. And then it was a very nutty play, and it was a lot of fun. But everyone understood it because the themes have been copied in every story, every yeah, it's been done and done and done and done. And it's just like if you put a twist on it and make it nice, you know. Well, and to be fair, Rift Tracks really ruined the original for me. So oh, they didn't do that for me. It was just yeah. fun. It was just fun. Oh, uh, you mean the original Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, uh, they did a riff of it. No, uh, I, I, me and Candy was talking about that, and I said I that, that. Um, Mike, Mike's favorite riff on a movie is from uh, where his, he did his solo riff on it, where he was uh, like, uh, yeah. where, where, where Bill Heisman is, is coming up to the house after Barbara's went in it, he goes, zombies hate clotheslines. Does he also just make other just random jokes that's in the upcoming no, no, another another good one he made in that one is where uh, uh after Ben punches uh Barbara he goes and th- and that's exactly what would happen if I was stuck in the elevator with Sally Struthers. Uh, <laughs> that is the funniest fucking joke ever. Uh, uh, <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh. That's funny. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up. I think we have done Thank this you. movie, and I'm, I'm really I'm really happy that. 
everybody gave it, you know, such great scores. That means that you, know, you really, um, you really paid attention and you really, you know, gave it a shot, and and that's good because some horror right. fans are like so hardcore they, they can't the they step outside of <laughs> something else to appreciate. You know what I mean? So like we were all able to do that, and I'm I'm really happy about that. So it's next fun. week we've got. The start of our two-movie uh, It Might Kill Me fest. Yeah. Uh, next week, we are doing the infamous I can't Murder Rock Zombies. <clears throat> I can't wait for Sean's take on this. Please, no. He, he's tried Please, to watch no. it, and he never Please, made it no. through, okay? Uh, yeah, I couldn't make it through the first time. So Just go to I've, the Hitler part. It. This will make almost my tenth <laughs> time seeing the film, and I don't have any, I don't have it in me anymore. And the oh, movie after that, hell. once I was wait, hold that. on, hold the mic. You said fourth, now you said tenth. What? The, which is it? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> it's, it's a high number, and I can't really even put a specific number on it. I've seen it a lot of times. I've seen it more times than you guys will ever see it. <clears throat> well, I have the critics on my side for that one. Hmm. There are no critics that like that movie. Actually, there are. And they're fucking stupid. Oh. Anyway, moving on, we're going to talk about that next week. And I'm well, that sounds like it. me when we did Video Dead. Yeah, I just I'm knew it. I knew it. I'm going to harness my tea in the meantime so I can stop being this way about it. But uh, I have the most history <laughs> with this film, so I'm coming to play ball. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, and, and, and then after that is Blood Feast, so, you know, buckle up, uh, Buttercups. Uh, that one's hysterical. <laughs> Stab my fucking eyes out. We're not rewatching that one, honey. We're not. Well, good. Because I'll fucking you. You have to kill me first. <laughs> anyway, so let's go <laughs> into our plugs. Um, Cameron, what you got? You can. I can be seen on the GRRS podcast. I often guest on a bunch of other podcasts at the end of the year. The video on demand mock award show I did with most of the Woo! peeps here be airing in August and. Uh, keep watching bad movies and good movies. All right. Nice. Okay. Uh, Daniel, Nightmare Nerd? Yep. Uh, as always, Horror Fanatics, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and now Slasher. Please like and follow. I've got a lot of stuff coming up. And as always, eat, drink, and be scary and enjoy. Absolutely. Uh, Rob? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube as the Cinema Drunkie, as well as my numerous writings on ultimateactionmovies.com, as well as actionflix.com, as well as my blog, thecinemadrunkie.wordpress.com, and I ain't fucking doing blogs. Um, <laughs> also, you need to pimp yourself out for a second. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. No, the Don't problem is I got so much shit to pimp out, it's like, fuck. I know, but I want to say, like, you should talk about your ce- celebratory moment recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I recently, go there. Yeah, uh, uh, I just had um, my, uh, my my big my big moment. It's my big <laughs> critic. Um, so proud. I, I was quoted Zion. on the of Donnie Yen's uh, new movie, Enter the Fat Dragon. My quote appears right underneath the title. Uh, He's famous, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm so fucking famous for you guys and shit. I'll never talk to you again. Champagne <laughs> <laughs> and caviar every fucking night now. <laughs> talk to him. You're getting royalties now, right? 
but yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was just an incredible moment for me. And uh, I, I, I bought fucking two copies of the DVD, one to fucking watch it, one to so I could frame later and shit because I'm just so amazed that no, uh, that is somebody I'm really deserve happy it. for you. That is so amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah. Somebody chose to put my words on, and, and Don Yen, who I fucking love and respect, you know, even though now I feel bad for, for, for saying that Cameron had asked who would win in a fight, Don the Dragon Wilson or Don Yen, and I said, Don the Dragon Wilson, Don the Dragon Wilson spoke Don Yen's fucking boots in a real fight. Now I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> well, to be fair, Don Yen's got Star Wars money coming in. The Force yes. is with me. Force Which he was amazing in. Oh my God. Yes, he was. Forces with me. I am one with the force. The force. That is the best moment in the fucking movie. He's so <laughs> it makes you want to be. Yes. I cried. There you go. I, yeah. love, I cried at that film too. It was. It's really the best Star Wars I've seen since yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue One was a fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. But oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to like mm, celebrate. Let me celebrate your moment because I was yeah. really proud thank, of you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, um, Dave, what do you got for us for plugs? But you said nothing, nothing to plug, just be kind to each other, and that's it. That's that's good a good plug. plug. Yes, absolutely. Sean of the Dead, what do you got to plug? Well, you just said it. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Slasher as Sean of the Dead. And uh, don't forget, the seller's the safest place. Change my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant to ask you, do you still want to do the Phantasm episode? Yes, dude. What the fuck? I I haven't gotten my new schedule yet. As soon as it could change at any minute. I would hate to give you a schedule and then have to... Okay. Me me and Sean told you months ago that we No, you told me. Sean, uh, I didn't. I'm not saying Sean. Girls. Girls. Sean hit me up and said Sean was like, yo, you, the the fantastic episode, I'll fucking do it. Like you know, what I'm saying. Uh, okay. I told you, don't me that we'll you. do the fucking fantastic episode, <laughs> and we're sitting there waiting to do the fucking fantastic episode. What the fuck, man? Well, I'm good night. I've had enough. I, <laughs> but got, I, I got news for you guys, really quick. Um, be ready to do another fantastic episode. Oh shit! Uh, I already oh, made the schedule. But that's season three, right? Season three, we are doing Phantasm. Okay. Be at request of you guys because I'm not a fan. Oh, shit, I could talk about a Phantasm all time. Okay, and we will. And we will. And we will. And we will. Please see you later. Good night. I'm now. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And as for, okay. for me, I'll do my plugs really quick. Uh, can find me on Slasher Network and Instagram as Candy the Final Girl. I'm also easily contacted through our official Twitter at house underscore screams. I have a horror blog that I lethargically write cool stuff for, uh, candycoatedhorror.wordpress.com. Don't uh, call her Candy Cane. Uh, <laughs> my mom calls me Candy Cane. Right. And you're, yeah, and, but if anyone else were to call you that, you'd break their fucking arm, I hope. So it sounds like a stripper coming from anybody else. Exactly, which is all the more reason to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call her kid. Don't make me pull out my stripper moves. She'll break Holding your cane. Fight. It's like barbed wire. 
don't. Oh, shut up, Rob. God damn it. <laughs> okay, I just awful superhero movie. am out now. Thank you. Uh, first he makes an obscure Volcomer movie. Represent he makes the shit. God <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've got better boobs than her because mine are real. Oh, 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 burn. (laughs) Anyway, so this was fun. Next week uh, is going to get pretty crazy. If it wasn't already crazy enough, the next two are going to be really tough pills to swallow. Which makes me think of the MST3K episode, the skit where he's like a hard pill to swallow. It's like that. Yeah. Have you been tempted to try and interview any of the MST3K crew? Um, I asked Frank, but I never got a reply. Ken Faree replied to me, which he's not on there, obviously, but from Dawn and Dead, and he is uh, willing to do an episode with us later, hopefully next season. Um, I'm going to do some reach-outs. Uh, Joel is... He's hard to get a hold of unless you're, like, really famous. So um, I'm working on it, and Mike is notoriously... No. <laughs> Not on the but maybe I can get an in with Trace or somebody, especially as there's going to be a super special secret episode next season that may or may not involve MST3K and horror. So I'm 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 working on connections, and you guys are welcome to help me. Okay. Okay. All right, everybody, have a great spooky night and. I'll be uh we'll be talking sooner than um and then in a week we're gonna be doing our special episode for this season and uh to be re- yeah. released at a special time but yeah so two episodes next week very excited and I will talk to you guys obviously every day but anyway everyone else listeners we love you uh, feedback's it. great um definitely give us a rating on Apple please yeah so far it's been good. Okay. Oh. Good night, everyone. Good night, all. Good night. <laughs> Bye-bye.